Welcome to Force Points to the Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Trexler and Erica Pierce to explore the latest in government cybersecurity news and trending topics. Always covered in 15 minutes or less. Now, let's get to the point. Hi, welcome to episode four of To The Point Cybersecurity. I'm Erica Pierce, and I'm joined by my co-host, Eric Trexler of Force Point. Hi, Eric. Hi, Erica. How you doing? I'm doing well. We should call this the Eric and Erica show. <laughs> I know, The right? Erica and Eric show. <laughs> it would be a little bit more and more clever. Well, before we get started, um, I do want to acknowledge that October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, um, which is a collaborative effort between government and industry to ensure every American has resources to, to stay safe and secure online. And with the recent Facebook <laughs> breach, we know that's very important. Did you get hacked, Eric? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, good. I don't have Facebook, which I know is shocking. So I was, uh, I'm safe. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I have an account, but I couldn't tell you the last year I logged into it. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that makes you, you safe too. So this week we wanted to talk about um, an event. A event that Forcepoint had earlier this week um, that was focused on insights and trends around uh, the Continuous Diagnostic and Mitigation Program, CDM, always a mouthful. And if you're not familiar with the program, on episode two, I think it was, uh, Eric and I sort of did a, a rehash of it. So you should tune into that episode if you want to better understand where the program's been and where it's going. But uh, this week, Forcepoint had a breakfast with some government leaders where they came together to talk about the adoption of the program, um, share some of their own individual experiences. I think we also heard from some of the um, CDM primes, and then we also heard from um, Forcepoint's Eric Trexler as well. <laughs> so Eric, I actually had some travel delays, so I wasn't there, which I was um, really bummed about. But um, I wanted to hear from you. What were some of your takeaways from the breakfast? I know um, we had Sanjay Gupta from SBA, uh, Max Everett from Department of Energy, as well as Willie Crenshaw from NASA. So a great um, a panel of speakers. So tell me what their takeaways were and what your thoughts were on the breakfast overall. No, it was it was an outstanding event. Sanjay opened it up with, you know, SBA's efforts around moving to the cloud and centralizing not just security, but but really in, information technology within the agency. Mm -hmm. uh, he then talked about how they're meeting the CDM challenges, which was quite interesting because they're doing it in a unique way, right? They're, they've moved to Microsoft. Rather than sending out a static report to DHS, they're looking at ways to integrate some real-time feedback or allow DHS to log in and get reporting data in real time or near near real time directly from SBA systems. Oh, today really? the system yeah, today today with CDM the, the the report, right, the dashboard I should say, is really set up for a near real time static feed, if you will. Mm -hmm. Sanjay I think is pushing the pushing the uh, edge here a little bit by saying, hey, why would I send you a static feed when I can give you a login to log in and see what we're doing and what the status of our business really is at any time? Oh, wow. Now, that is a different Very approach. advanced. Now, SBA is a lot smaller. They don't have right. as many people. They don't have as many offices. It's a little more controllable, but it's it's really where we need to go. So that was outstanding. Then we had Market Connections come on. They just did a survey around the CDM program itself, talked about a lot of the findings from the survey, 
great feedback. There's a huge disparity between the way that managers in the business look at the CDM program, the success, the future, the hope of the program versus the way technical implementers do. One of the key takebacks or, or uh, pieces we took out of it, which the audience found incredibly interesting, was the fact that the individual contributors, the technologists, are worried about budget. Hmm. Okay. You know, normally you think, in, especially in the government, but in most businesses, the management team would worry about right, the budget. Right, right. They're worried about the budget and the ability to execute against the program goals from their perspective as a, as a technologist, which is interesting. We're going to get to the bottom of that, but some great feedback there. And then there was a, uh, there was a great panel. Willie Crenshaw, um, Jason Bollinger from Booz Allen, and actually it wasn't Jason Bollinger. It was a different Jason, forgive me. Um, I'll get you the name. I'll get you the other Jason's okay. name. And then Max, we're, we're outstanding. I was the moderator. You know me. Right. Not very scripted. <laughs> Never. We just hit them with question <laughs> after question. And they rolled with it. And it was, it was an outstanding event. Really? And so you had SBA, you had Department of Energy, you had NASA. Were they all early adopters or where did they sort of fall in the spectrum of when they um, sort of jumped on the, the CDM um, bandwagon? <laughs> So I think, you know, Willie Crenshaw from NASA has been the program executive for CDM for NASA for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, Max being the CIO, he, he's been on board, but he's not directly running the CDM program. And, and Booz has been involved. Booz Allen has been involved from the beginning with uh, phases one and two. So everybody on the panel had a good bit of experience. Okay. Right. They've had a good bit. They were able to talk to phases one and two. They were able to talk to defend. They were able to talk to the future. We had a lot of honest dialogue. What could be better? What could we do differently? Uh, and then actually we capped it off. I forgot we capped it off with about 10 minutes of Larry Hale from GSA, who's intimately involved, like Kevin Cox is from DHS, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in making the program successful and rolling it out. Oh, wow. OK. OK. And, and then we had we had a ton of agency representation in the audience where personnel were asking questions, they were learning. Great event. Well, and I think that's what was really unique about the event, because, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of, um, you know, CDM um, events that are out there as DHS and GSA um, seeks to make sure that agencies are getting answers. But I think it's it was it's really unique to have some of the, the leaders, those who are on the ground, who are implementing, who are executing, have them come and share their experiences as well as as well as have their peers, um, you know, participate, be able to ask questions and, and to really share their own experiences. So um, hats off to force point for for what sounds like a great event it was and and to the government because they spoke honestly they spoke from the heart right i mean mm -hmm. i would i would ask a question you know they would answer a question about what they were doing and i would i would hit them right back with so what isn't working for you and then we get an honest answer which is great right? yeah and you'd see the audience shaking their head you right. see larry potentially <laughs> writing notes looking at how do we make it better there was a willingness to accept the faults or some things that need to get better. Speed was the number one thing that came out of everybody. We need to move faster. Mm -hmm. We need to get the RFSs through the process faster. They need to get the money out and get working faster. Everybody wants faster. The good thing, whether it's GSA, DHS, or the actual recipients at the agencies, the integrators, mm -hmm. the OEMs, everybody wants to move faster. That's an amazing thing. And if we look at what the program did over the last nine plus months, they were rolling out all the phase three or defend awards. 
So they've been busy. Now they're going to focus on RFSs. That that's great. And um, I know you mentioned that Market Connections gave the results from a survey that they did across the CDM leaders. Um, we're actually going to uh, have a podcast in a couple of weeks um, with uh, Jason from Market Trends, where we dive a little bit deep, deeper into the findings. But to your point earlier, um, it sounds like there were some um, some you know uh, interesting and perhaps unexpected findings that came out about how depending on where you are within the agency, how you view the CD, CDM program a little bit differently. How you view the CDM program, how you view the, you know, what is the, what is the goal of the CDM program? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what does success look like really differed from manager to implementer. And that was the biggest surprise, I would say, to both me and many in the audience that mm-hmm. I talked to. Like th- they didn't, they weren't aware, nobody was aware that there was such a disparity between the person who's actually turning the wrenches, installing, operating, maintaining the software or mm-hmm. hardware or whatever they are, the security apparatus really, and the management team. And it's something I think the government can take statistically relevant data right. and change their messaging, change the way they work. Explain to people, this is why we're doing it. Don't worry about the money. This is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. This is what's important. Get on board. Now that that that's great, and I think the more we can um, share best practices and what's working, what's not working, that will really um, you know determine how successful the program can continue to be. So um, I, I'm sure when we get those survey results, and as we can share those also with government, that will also help to further the program um, as it continues to to grow and expand. That's the plan. And Eric, I know also um, during the breakfast, you were able to speak um, briefly about um, Forcepoint's um, CDM solution. So just tell me a little bit more and for our listeners as far as Forcepoint's approach and how um, it aligns with the CDM program and its CDM program goals. Right. So if, if you look at CDM, what's on the network, who's on the network, what are they doing on the network and how are we protecting data or applications mission on the network phase four, which they're all kind of collapsing now mm-hmm. in, in the traditional phasing component. CD, uh, Forcepoint really doesn't have a who is on the network and what is on the network play. Right? There, it's not what we do as a business. We look at we, we look at the business from the perspective of what are the people doing? How are they interacting with their data? Um, how are we protecting information on the network? on systems, you name it. So we're really slated for phases three and four. But to your question, that's what we do as a business. It's it's not about CDM. In mm-hmm. the case of CDM, it's a, it's a program where the mission is perfectly aligned with what we're bringing to market commercially. And I think that was well received. I spoke a little bit about risk adaptive protection. Okay. Looking, looking at the behavioral threat as opposed to the, the, um, you know, the threat landscape from a malware perspective or or a networking perspective, really looking at instead of threat centric, looking at the behavioral centric side. I saw a lot of heads nodding. Generally, people were in uh, violent agreement that, yes, we should be looking at our people. We should be looking at our people, how they're interacting with their data, how they're protecting their data, what they're doing. Most people, when I when I said this is always a confrontational subject, but when I said, do we really care about malware if it's not impacting the business? I mean, if you have 100,000 pieces of malware on your systems, but they're not executing, they're not doing anything, 
yes, you should be aware of them. Yes, you, you should remove them. But until they do something, they're really not a threat. I mean, hmm. you may not want them there, but they're right, not a threat. Right. That's a good point. Right? It's, it's really how the malware interacts and, with the user and the data right. that matters. And I saw a lot of people nodding their head. Right. Most people agreed with the Verizon data report citing that I that I mentioned, which was in 2017, 81 percent of the breaches were due to compromised user credentials. Right. Well, that's all around the user, the system, the process. And, and what behavior is that user system or process exhibiting? Are they in the are they in the normal swim lane or are they doing something <laughs> they shouldn't do mm-hmm. regardless of intent? So. It, it was a uh, I thought it was a pretty well received session. Well, it sounds like it. I mean, I think overall, again, hearing from the government leaders, hearing about the survey, also hearing from, um, you know, the, the firms that are helping to um, implement these solutions such as Booz and, and Force Point. I mean, that makes for a very well-rounded event. So <laughs> you missed a great one. So your flight got canceled? My flight got delayed um, out of a very small town in Louisiana that you have to sort of catch a um, a, uh, a, a like a stork or a, <laughs> a crop duster, as I call it, to get to get to a major airport, which is to get to Dallas. So then I missed my connection. And so then I didn't get back until much significantly later than I expected. So I'm sorry you missed it. It was was a really great event and we're looking to do more. Well, and the good news is for me, as well as for others who may have missed it, um, is that it was recorded. And so we will have the webcast available, is my understanding, um, in the next few days. So um, it's it's all is not lost if you weren't there like myself. (laughs) And so you can still tune in and uh, certainly hear from all of the leaders and hear from um, Eric as well as um, others who spoke at the event. So we'll we'll definitely include those links in our um, podcast notes, but that'll be up on the Force Point website very soon. Audio or video? Video. Video. Oh, great. I was yelled at by Chris, (laughs) the cameraman, many times for walking in front of the camera. I like to pitch. That'll be great. <laughs> well, uh, heads up to our listeners. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, that, that will definitely be available. So um, we were d- wanted to definitely make sure that everyone was able to, um, to uh, see the event if you weren't able to be there in person. Outstanding. So great. Well, thank you, Eric, for that debrief. Um, appreciate all the listeners who t- tuned in again this week. And uh, yes, that's we get to the point. So we're done for this episode. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Eric. Bye-bye. Have a great one. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast, brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Google Play Store. 